I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, and this is the Land Academy Show. This is episode number 1947, and today we are talking in depth about the ins and outs of land auctions, you know, how to win uh, the bidding war. And then a little later in the, the episode, Jill's going to talk about how to make a million dollars a year doing single land transactions each month. You know, I got to tell you something funny, because we just turned on our garage sale. I don't know if you knew that or not. No. But we just returned it on uh, last week. I think it ends, I don't know if it ends on Thursday or Friday this week. But anyway, what the heck am I talking about? So we have collected property um, in our life, not you know what I mean. It's not like it's it's not like some old, some we've had some a while and some we haven't. But we just have had we just come across great buys. Let's just say that. And sometimes I look at them and I go, shucks, is this something I really want to sell? I don't know. Is it worth? It's not really worth an agent to get involved. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna give it to the Land Academy community. So what is this? We have our own little garage sale auction. It's bidding in $50 increments, and you could pick up a great property for a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> and people have done that and then got off and sold it for a couple thousand bucks. Uh, it's a great way to get started, and it's funny because it's kind of an auction format that we have a beginning time and an end time, and the higher bidder wins, but it's all within Land Academy and uh, that we do this, so it's kind of fun. Are there good properties coming up again? Oh, yeah. Awesome. Exactly. Geez, these are properties, some mm -hmm. of them that I bought, you know, before Jill and I joined forces. And some are really recent. They're just too small. I'm like, you know, we picked yeah. them up. They're great deals. It was, it was, it's like I had to buy it, but I'm going to pass it off to the community. <laughs> hey, I hope you're uh, enjoying our longer format podcast. Each week we answer questions from the Land Academy Discord forum. We review land uh, acquisitions from our weekly Thursday member webinar and take a deep dive into two land-related topics by popular requests. I just mentioned them uh, a couple minutes ago. Let's get started. So let's take a question posted by one of our members on the Land Academy Discord uh, online community. If you want a sneak peek at our Land Academy uh, Discord channel, please go to just that, landacademy.com. It's free in a read-only format. Steven wrote, I just walked out of my W-2 exit interview. Oh and saw new money transferred in my bank account. <laughs> Thanks, Land Academy. Off to a good start. Oh, it's There's so a couple good great. comments in here. Okay, so some of some of uh, Stephen's peers weighed in and wrote some notes here. So Sid wrote, congrats, as it takes a lot of soul searching and guts to take action. I left corporate America 12 years ago to become a realtor and got, his, and got tired of the travel and politics. Not that there hasn't been ups and downs in the market, but the joy of being your own boss and determining your own future is one of the best decisions I've made. That's so sweet. Oh, look at Samantha. Samantha says, that's so awesome. I remember having butterflies about leaving my W-2 and honestly, since then, I've been extremely happy. It's a lot of work, don't overlook that, but it's 100% for your benefit and you are in full control of your finances. I'm so excited for you. Me too. I'm trying to remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember Thank like uh, doing that and it was like, you know, I, it's I'm, sounds like Stephen did this the right way too, which is, you know, you have enough money saved up. You, there's no scare or fear. It's like I wish I would have done that six months ago. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's a, a right way and, and a wrong way to leave your job, and, and right. I like everything. And mm -hmm. you know, I've long said the right. If you do this all, if you leave your W two job uh, about a week later, you're gonna say things to yourself like, 
I should have done this two years ago. Mm-hmm. Then you know you did it right. Right. If you, uh, that two weeks or two months later, you said, you know, I'm out of money and I should have really thought about this before I did it. That's not maybe not the right way. So right. <laughs> you want to really think it through and, and make sure whoever's in your life, like your spouse, they're on board. Could you imagine? <laughs> I hope if it didn't tell anybody. <laughs> I literally said. I've could been- you- this could happen. Hold on, a moment. let's just talk about this. This could happen. Someone could be working from home and quit that job and do another job. And I bet their people in their house might not even know. Yeah. And there's movies about that. There's no what? There's movies about that. Oh, okay. You know, before I left corporate accounting, I, I said this to myself for weeks. You know, I would rather actually literally go to work at McDonald's and then work at this job for right. another week. So, you know, that those are the, the times when. You need to make changes in your life when it's that acute, I think. You know, what a great place to be in, though. So Stephen has all the answers, obviously. He's in Atlantic. I mean, he knows what he's doing. Now he can really focus, put his head down. And like Samantha mm-hmm. said, you're doing it for you. That's what got me. I'll never forget when you called me in one time and, and said, hey, just so you know, do you know how much money you're making these people? I listen to you. I hear what you're doing. I know what you're selling. I add it up. This is what you made them this year. And this is what your salary was. You're like, why don't you oh. look at, you don't remember that? No. Oh, okay. I mean, <laughs> it's all these things that, yeah. that we're both saying are all, these are all real things that happened to us. Mm-hmm. Obviously, these are real uh, stories on Discord that people have experienced. So yeah, just want to make sure you do it right. It's possible, mm-hmm. you just, but you do have to, have to have the right attitude and the right personality type to make it work. Welcome to the Quitters Club. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Quitters Club. <laughs> Today's first topic is uh, called the ins and outs of land auctions and how to win uh, at a bidding war. You want to start? I am. Okay. I founded this entire company on tax deed auctions starting in the mid 90s in Arizona. And I would, uh, this is way before the internet kicked in the way that it is now. There are things on the internet that were very established. eBay was one of them. Uh, And the marketplace, there was more, in my opinion, of a marketplace push that happened early on in the internet in the 90s, then there was a sharing of information. You know, you just, you couldn't, I literally bought, this is right before Google started, literally went to a bookstore and bought a big, thick, you know, four inch yellow book called the Yellow Pages of the Internet. This is before search engines kicked in. And so there is this uh, kind of cresting wave or a wave building that hasn't, you know, in the ocean kind of a wave. So it was really exciting. So you had a, an online marketplace like eBay, but you still had all these places, these counties, every single county in the country has back tax property that they've foreclosed on that they auction off. So it's auction season. And that's the reason I chose this topic, because uh, on a Thursday call last week, by the time this airs, um, Los Angeles County, well, it's happening right now, actually. Mm-hmm. The Los Angeles County tax deed auction, which is uh, uh, forever has been the largest tax deed auction in the world. It goes on for weeks, not, you know, it's usually it's one day. And I had very a very serious amount of success buying back tax property and reselling it on the internet on uh, places like eBay and bid for assets to the point where we were the largest real estate seller for years and years and years, largest by dollars, not by volume. And I got to met, uh, meet Meg Whitman, who was the CEO of eBay at the time. So am I patting myself on the back and bragging about anything? Absolutely not. Is it, I would. Is it still viable? <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, and Back then. You know, here's a spoiler alert. At the end of this silly uh, dad-like conversation or talk that I'm giving right here, I would so much rather have a partner like Jill or have Jill as a partner and do 10 or 15 or 20 deals a year where you're making, you know, 80 to $180,000, a couple hundred thousand dollars a deal, mm-hmm. bringing, bringing home two or three million dollars net and by sending out mail. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to walk you through the process of what it's like to get the information from, let's say, a county that's holding a tax deed auction, including Los Angeles. If you go on bid for assets, BID, the number four, assets.com, they have contracts. They've accumulated contracts over the year, over the years. It was never like this before. It was only ever in person. Mm-hmm. But bid for assets over the years has kind of now specialized in aiding uh, counties mm-hmm. in their antiquated ways of getting their auctions online and getting more money for them and all of that. It's kind of so, cool. It is. So, <clears throat> used to be back in the day, you would uh, get a list somehow from the county of the properties that they were auctioning off. In almost all cases, uh, it was either on uh, paper or it was a CD that you would have to send money in to get, and then a data CD. And so, you'd get, in the end, the, the deliverable was a big long list of APNs, assessor parcel numbers, and what the starting minimum bid was. And then there's usually a separate document that says, here's the rules. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're the winning bidder, you better pay or we're gonna come and get you. That's a, that's a universal auction thing. Every year, Jill and I go to the Bear Jackson auction for cars. Mm-hmm. And some of the little ancillary auctions that happen all over Arizona during this, this auction season for that now too. And there's always people who don't pay. And so they have to re-auction the, the car. They put it at the tail end, which is terrible for the owner because they lost their slot. They lost all the hype, yeah, momentum, exactly. excitement, money. So in some cases, some extreme cases, I would order uh, a printout, which is what they had back then, of all the properties, the list of APNs, and it would be you know two reams of paper that they were trying to auction off. Sometimes they would bunch them up, uh, group them up, and so but. You would spend, I would spend two to three weeks researching these APNs to see if there were anything that I wanted to buy anyway. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'd go down the list and tick the ones that I were I was interested in, maybe do a bunch of research, find out how much I'm willing to spend, so write that in the margin. And so this went on and on and on for days and days and days. And, yeah, amazing. And then, and then here's the kicker. You may you, not get it. Yeah. That's you a, get to the auction and, yeah. it, and there could be 100 people there and there could be one or two people yeah. there. And I've experienced both multiple times. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of work. So nothing's really changed mechanically. What's changed is the internet. The internet makes the information to get a lot easier so you can get an auction list a lot easier sometimes uh, they have images and maps and things in there too the la Isn't county it? auction uh they, mm-hmm. they do have that they have mm-hmm. all the information that's clickable right and all of that leads to way more competition which is what you know the True. title of this is here how to win the bidding war it leads to more people that now are in the audience the figurative and literal audience uh including you so there's more they're throwing more money at it which ultimately when there's more people there's more stupidity and so people will just win an auction to win it's just because it's kind of a rush kind of like pulling the slot uh, machine handle and right. trying to win it's uh I, the, the phrase winning the bid has always kind of cracked me up because I don't think there's anything winning about it. You just, right. You're the highest bidder. Right. <laughs> you're the weirdo that wanted to pay that much for it. For a property just to get three it. times what it's worth. Exactly. So how do you win 
a bidding war in an auction. Well, my how do you win at gambling? And and my answer is the exact same now. This day and age, don't do it. Hmm. Send a mailer out. Spend. Whoa, 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 wait, wait, hold on. I just got to ask real quick. Let me back up a second. I dozed off for a moment, but I'm back. <laughs> Was it that bad? A little bit. It's okay. No, it's good. So you just gave us the ins and outs. We got all that now, but you're talking about and then how to win at it. And your whole answer is after I went through 10 minutes of that, how to win at it is don't do it. Yep. Oh, how do you win in a slot machine? That's true. Don't do it. How do you win at the craps table? I you don't win. That. You don't win. How do you win in parenting? <laughs> <laughs> My personal policy, here's some, some kind of neat, neat. I did not some, see that coming. Here's some neat tricks about auctions in general. I always, no matter what it was, this is in person only, not online. Always, no matter what the situation was, won the first auction. It was a, a in the room chest beating exercise that mm -hmm. kind of showed everybody who was boss uh, and maybe the second one too, because everybody's still a little flustered. They don't know how the auctioneers, the, these aren't auctioneers at, at uh, the county. They're uh, the secretary, mm -hmm. the 92 year old secretary of the board of supervisors. And she's the one who volunteered to be an auctioneer. So she's not qualified to do this at all. She's not she doesn't doing know that. what she's doing either. Give me one. Who says five? Why is six hundred? Why is six hundred? Why is six hundred? Just seven. Could you imagine a little old lady doing that? And so she's not. You know, that they're just not. I'm not, not saying anything negative no, about no. anybody. They're just yeah. they're they're local government employees that yeah. kind of got roped into doing this thing on Saturday. Yep, that's it. They lost. <laughs> they lost the coin toss. And so they very frequently, and Jill's very familiar with this. They'll yeah. lose track of time, oh, yeah. and so they they have to auction everything off at the end of the auction really it's, quickly. Yeah, like oh shoot. At the beginning of auctions and at the end of auctions assuming you want to buy a lot which is all we were always there to buy a lot with a, and we were the ones who had the most money in the room all the time you buy the stuff in the front because everybody's disorganized and you buy the stuff in the back because everybody's out of money and they are they left or they're gone <laughs> yeah there's two types of people that go to real estate auctions these are these are back tax auctions that the county is holding mm -hmm. because people stop paying their taxes for years and years and years this is the end of the line this is their last ditch effort to get these properties back on the tax rolls mm -hmm. and they don't like it um, the people who lost their property don't like it and worse the local people that are in these auctions do not like people uh, like you or Jill and I in there buying their real estate mm -hmm. so there's two types of people at these auctions there's people like us who want to buy it all for for nothing and there's people who are there they're local people that are uh, in general probably trying to buy the property that's in their backyard mm -hmm. so they're there for one or two pieces of property max mm -hmm. and and as a courtesy I have always stepped off when I you know, you, you read the room throughout the entire auction and if there's a guy that stands up in a rancher's hat and he starts bidding on a property that maybe I threw out the first bid, I stop mm -hmm. and I let him have it. That's really nice. And they don't mess. Don't mess with the locals. They understand that. Yeah. And you become a different person in a matter of seconds yeah. after that that one, uh, you know, the one auction, whatever they're auctioning off at that time. So there's some serious etiquette, as you can imagine. Not everybody who's trying to buy it all it, or responds that way. Mm -hmm. And so the more times that, than not, especially at the end of my live auction uh, you know, career, 
and Jill, fortunately, we were we went through several auctions mm -hmm. uh, at the end mm -hmm. and did really well during mm -hmm. the downturn. So uh, Jill, tell that story in a minute. So, but all kidding aside, you're going to spend a ton of upfront time to analyze an auction, tons and tons of time. In fact, you probably won't get to the end of the auction because you can't take it anymore. Mm. And that's what would happen to me. So then you're now you're in the middle of the auction. Gosh, it's cheap. Should I buy it? It's, uh, it's hard. You don't know. I didn't look at that one. I didn't get through the list. If you spend a few hours, uh, maybe a, if you're brand new, a day or two doing a 10,000 unit mailer, let's say, mm. and you're do doing it the way that we teach it at Land Academy, you send out 10,000 units. You can almost bank on the fact that you're going to buy one or two properties or three properties if you're answering the phone correctly, if the mailer's uh, priced correctly, uh, and you're engaging the people on the other end. The mailer's doing all that work for you. Mm -hmm. Th that weeks and weeks of work that you were doing, to you don't analyze every deal in a mailer. Mm -hmm. You just throw it out there, 20 or 30 come back, you choose the best three and you buy them. Mm -hmm. And then you get on, go on to the next mailer. And you can control the property that you buy, where you buy it, the red, green, yellow test, how you price it, you control the prices, the environment. There's no, uh, there's no competition. Competition mm -hmm. kills auctions. Mm -hmm. It kills it. I always, every time I went into an auction, I would calculate at the bottom of the spreadsheet, if I buy all of this, every single property at the minimum bid, mm -hmm. I'm gonna spend $87,000 and I'll be able to resell it on the internet or however we do it for $442,000. So I can't spend more than half of what I think I can sell it for. So it ends up being $200,000 or something. Mm -hmm. You know, I look at it this way too, like you you brought up the, the, um, the or everything you're telling here, this is, a, Here's the here's the bottom line. I can't get it out right now. Um, we don't do it. There's a reason we don't do it anymore. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's it doesn't it. work. That's what I'm trying to say. Like we do stuff hope, that works. It's like I hope you're not painting a beautiful picture. Like oh that sounds fun. Oh I don't mind wasting a week doing all the research and putting did highlighting. I a, did I paint a well, pretty picture? I mean of that? not not a rosy picture. You painted a good picture. You painted a, a, a no, very fair picture. Impression. But hold on, but the wrong person <laughs> was listening to this and they're thinking oh I can do this. Oh this sounds great. I don't mind. And how cool is that? And I'll watch for the rancher. I'm taking notes here. I'll be that cool guy like you. And I'll make sure I'm going to buy the ones in the beginning and I'm going to buy the ones in the end. You taught me all that now too. But I'm like, I wanted to say, put on the brakes, everyone. There's a reason why we don't go do this anymore. The weeks, weeks and, and, and time and energy and travel expense that you would spend to go there. You might as well do an SFR flip and uh, let's learn how that goes too. Exactly. You know, it's really... There's a reason why you're here. There's a reason why you're listening to us. There's a reason why this one next to me has been doing this since the 90s and we've evolved to what yeah. we are today in Land Academy. And we wanna save you from this. So we wanna tell you about this. We want you to know what's going on, but Jack is right. If you really wanna win at an, a land auction, don't go, <laughs> don't do it. You know, it gets, it's, it's true. You know, it's funny because we've been talking about this. It's easy to get sucked in. I see the emails too, like, oh, look, oh, look what they're doing. Maybe they're going to have some of this cabin property that we've always wanted. Maybe that's on the list. Like, you know what? And at the end of the day, we look at each other and go, that's the stupidest thing on the planet. I can't believe we even wasted 15 minutes talking about it when all we have to do is draw a circle around where we want to have our cabin and send out the mail. That's it. Next. So last auction that Joe and I went to was in 2000. 11 and it was uh, in, in Arizona and we bought thousands of properties literally 
thousands of properties. It was the right time. It was the right crowd. Uh, the right. It, it was the right. It was the day. Uh, the day of the week. Yeah. I think. I don't even think it was a weekend. They did. You know. They did everything wrong. Yeah. There's a massive difference between a Wednesday auction and a Sunday auction. Correct. Because everybody's at work. So yeah, we were. We were. Joe and I were buying properties for ten or eleven dollars yeah. uh, an APN. Uh huh. With access and the whole thing, and so that. Um, really put Joe and I on the map. Thousands of properties, you can multiply that, you know. And we were wholesaling them out to other people that were going to actually sell them. Joe was. Mm-hmm. So I didn't mean to make it sound like fun. No, no, that was good. I really didn't because <laughs> I think we- it's a ton of work. I mean, yeah. If you are brand new at Land Academy, you're about six months from getting a, a, if you do everything right, maybe four to six months from getting a great payout. Yeah. If you are start to run the auction circuit, and by the way, the state of Texas is required by statutes, by state statutes, to have every Tuesday have an auction for their back tax property. None wow. of them do it. There's 274 or 84 counties in Texas that are required to do this. Almost none of them do it. They hire law firms to handle it for them. Yeah. So everybody's and every state's different, and every county's different. So now you've got a there's 3,200 set 31,044 sets of rules about uh, how to buy back tax property. Yeah. Yeah. Some are liens, some are deeds. It's complicated. Sending mail is is not we Mm -hmm. it's the same way we do it in Delaware is the same way we do it in California. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Oh, she's shutting me down. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take a look at one of our favorite land acquisitions from the weekly Thursday member rab- uh, webinar. Uh, would you do this deal? Rockingham, North Carolina. Purchase price $25,408.18. Thinks we could sell it for $153. Boy, I'll, if this all works out, I'll fund that one. That's for yeah. sure. Everybody here will fund that one. Absolutely. 25 acres. How do we get Chelsea to $153,837 sale price? Let's just see here. No access. With no access, we have uh, affordable on the buy side, adjacent, yes. Creek, forested location. Unsure about the uh, unsure about the alive part. Deal just came in. Still getting more stuff. Yeah, I like to know. I like to know the 153,837. Makes sense to me. <laughs> this is a, a great example of a property that doesn't have access, but probably has still a tremendous amount of value. There's a street address. Did you notice that? Mm-mm. We should look at look into that for a second. See this? Mm-hmm. There's just a pad here. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I would have called that access. I'll tell you what I would do is talk to these people and see if you can buy this property with it. See this? It's this Kelsey property. says based on some comps. It's this property. So the access thing is a is a very big concern. However, my gut tells me that this property rocks. What do you think, Joe? I love the new format too. It's got all the A's in there. It's been a while. We're going on a year here this summer that it's been sitting there. Pending. Somebody might look at it for a while. For a minute. And then they found something else with access or something. 37 acres for a million five. So So, I would would put this under contract is what I would do and then figure it all out. Yeah. And then, yeah, especially the 25. We need to, we need to have a conversation. There might be there might be legal access somewhere. Yeah. Because we're kind of looking right. at it. That's what I was thinking. Like, it it, it might. These numbers yeah. are overwhelmingly positive. And these are the real estate agents are going to tell you, whoever's got these properties listed. Well, that... Chelsea, def- you got this figured out. 
Definitely need every single week. You have an amazing deal to show us. Congratulations. I mean, phase two due diligence. Now, here you come. We are just about to start career path six. I am so excited. By the time this airs, I may have a spot. If you're interested, go check out Land Academy forward slash career path. Career path is our highest level coaching program held and, and uh, led by Jack and myself. It's eight weeks. Every Wednesday, you would spend, plan on spending four to five hours with us, but we will get you there. It's for someone who, who wants to make this a career. You're a former business owner. You've been in Land Academy for a while. You understand how this works, but now you're ready to make it an empire. That's career path. So again, go to landacademy.com forward slash career path and check that out. And then um, send a note to my team if you're really interested uh, via support at landacademy.com. Let's take another uh, question posted by one of our members on the Land Academy Discord online community. Again, if you want a sneak peek at this thing, uh, take a, go to landacademy.com and uh, you'll see it right there. Just dig through it and you'll see a, a, a free version or a free peek at uh, uh, the whole entire live Discord situation. Yep. Fred wrote, good day, everyone. I'm Frederick J. I'm 23 years old and I'm located in Switzerland. I'm working as a buyer of land in Switzerland already, so I'm very familiar with what we do here. Just the rules are different, of course. I just joined Land Academy, but I've been doing my research for the last couple of months and already, so already, so I'll be sending out my first batch of 5,000 mailers in April. I'm extremely excited to kickstart this land flipping in the US and do deal funding. I hope to make some great friends and deal partners here. Cheers, Fred. This is awesome. Yeah. We got another one. We have a person says Fernando. Hello all. My name is Fernando from San Diego. I have 25 plus years of experience in commercial real estate working for large investment groups. I just joined Land Academy because I love the energy of Jack and Jill. Oh my gosh. And I think they have a great business I concept. love your low standards, sir. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm interested in meeting anyone that is successfully uh, already doing deals. I'd love to put some money to work on them ASAP. Please message or email me if you want to discuss more. And I look forward to meeting you all, making some friends and money along the way. That's cool. Just some fun little new people that joined. Well, there's Aww. a reason. Like I put this in here like always. Okay. We have somebody from Switzerland in the land business, and we have somebody with 25 years of commercial real estate business making choices to join Land Academy to enhance their already skyrocketing career True. in real estate. True. So let's think about that. This is a test. Uh, it's not a dad type test. No, I get it. I do too. So wait, wait, wait. The success, the likelihood of success for these two people individually in the Land Academy program is staggering. Right. This is just another feather in their cap. This right. isn't, they're not restarting anything. True. Are you, are you saying this, using these two as an example because it's not about where they come from? Nope, the opposite. Okay, and it's not about their age. I don't care about their age. I don't know. You're doing that. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> See how Jill's, Jill's switching it all around. Be I just some, say, some wait, sales no, point. Do you know what this is? You look at me like, ding, ding, do you get it? And like, nope, not seeing it. Where are you going here? <laughs> where are you? If you, uh -huh. listener, uh -huh. have experience in real estate 
and you would like to double or triple your income mm. or uh, do I hesitate to call it a sidekick gig or side gig, but that's what it would be. That's what it is for these two people because they already are in the land business. They already know what they're doing. They know the terminology. They know the anatomy of a deal. It's very, very likely that they're going to do incredibly well. So Mm -hmm. if you're listening to this and you're intrigued and you're already own a business, any business, or you're in real estate somehow, uh, Sid earlier is talking about being just a a real estate agent for years. Mm -hmm. This is very logical uh, place for you. Totally. Thank you. Today's second topic is called How to Make a Million Dollars a Year Doing a Simple Land Transaction a Month by Joe. By me? Oh, thank you. I didn't know that. <laughs> so so this comes up often. Like, you know why? I've been talking to a lot of people about career path. For the last three weeks, I've been personally interviewing and screening people. Yes, you were screened, by the way, if you got an invite <laughs> to come to Career Path. Why? Because I want to make sure that you're at that right level. I don't want you to not be ready for it because it's so high level and we talk big numbers. We, we're going to get you there. If you're afraid of not a zero at the beginning of Career Path, you're going to be adding two or three zeros by the end of Career Path. You will, you will feel great about that and you'll understand it. And so I'm talking to people about, you know, who want a life like mine. Here's what I've got and here's what I love. And I mean this, I've got for our land business, I have it down to a four hour work week. Really, it's the greatest thing on the planet. And I am doing less deals, not more deals, but I'm making them count. That's the point. And when you really take a step back, this is what we do at the very beginning of Career Path too. We sit down with everyone and talk about where are you now? You know, give us your trajectory. Where have you been, you know, last year, this year? How much money you think you're gonna make um, in land in its current place, right? Now, how much do you really wanna make this year? All right, and next year, let's talk about that. No number's crazy too. Then let's talk about too, you know, even when's enough enough? We even go there too. Let's talk about your, you know, how much do you really wanna be done? And then we work it backwards. Then we start like the whole topic today is, you know, making a million dollars a year doing one land transit, one deal a month. That's really it. And people go, what are you talking about? That's you're nuts. But when you really. It sounds pie in the sky. It does. And it's not. No. But when you really sit and think about it, like, you know, work it backwards. One deal a month. Got it. How many months in a year? Twelve. Got it. So what do I have to make each each month? I even want to do a cushion. I would say aim for to make $100,000 a deal, right? Do 12 of those and you're at 1.2, but what if I screw some up or some take a little long? If I aim for $100,000 a deal and doing only one deal a month, I'm gonna hit my million. Or what if I even even took took the summer off? I made $900,000 this year because I took the summer off. I'm okay with that. All right, I hope you're okay with that. So this is the stuff we talk about and then well, that's great, Jill. Well, how do I find these deals? Well, that's why you have us. That's Land Academy. This is stuff we teach you. You know, when we teach you how to troll, you're filling in those numbers. You know, you're filling in, um, you know, let's look at sold comps. Let's look at what's sold for, I don't know, 250 And let's back it, back it up. Like, all right, things are selling for 250 and there are at least five acres, you know, something like that. 
Put that in Zillow right now and look around and just go all over the country and look at these properties knowing that, all right, these things are selling for 250 All right, I want to buy them for, I don't know, 75 100 in case I don't, you know, I sell them for 200 And start thinking like that and you can see how it's possible. What do you want to do? Possible and plausible. It is possible. It is. Isn't and like, it happens. You know, every time I do, we do these topics and these episodes, I, I set out in the back of my mind, sometimes it's conscious or subconscious, to not sell anything. I, that's not, we're not here to sell Land Academy programs. Mm-hmm. We're not. Believe me, we have enough interest in this program. We're here, Joe and I, because Just tell you this is our awesome. kind of, our, uh, yeah, this mm-hmm. is our, our way to give back. And, and I actually feel mm-hmm. good about making a bunch of money buying and selling land and sort of sharing sharing the word and spreading the word with the right to the right audience. Yeah. This is not where you will never see e- either of us stand in front of a jet plane that may or may not be ours to sell something. That's <laughs> that's not what we're here for. True. It's very very plausible and realistic to make a million bucks a year one month at a time buying a property for let's say $30,000 and selling it for, you know, 130. Uh, just or a hundred. That's a seventy thousand dollar net margin mm-hmm. times twelve. It's a million dollars to buy one property that fits all of uh, checks all your boxes. You're probably going to have to send out between five and ten thousand units of mail a month, mm-hmm. and you're going to have to do it with all the research that we teach. Research the heck out of where you're going to send the the uh, mail. Uh, for how much you're going to send it out, what you expect it to sell it for. This all goes into doing a really intelligent uh, mailer, an intelligent fixed price offer type mailer. And so if you do all that and you answer the phone right and create transactions out of the phone calls you're going to get out of that mailer, this is very realistic. And uh, if you have the right personality type or like the guys that we just, the the guys that just joined, you just Mm -hmm. heard from them have a lot bunch of experience, whether it's uh, in real estate or not, but just some ex- professional experience, you're really uh, increasing your likelihood of this being a reality. So I don't like when the word million, how to make a million dollars. I don't like, you know, I do know how to make a million dollars this year. True. That's the truth of it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, I, and there's no and like- I can show you. <laughs> and there's no strings attached. Exactly. And it's not- We just shared it. It's not why we're here. Yeah. There you go. There's a bunch of details and there's a yeah. bunch of stuff you have to do that's right. That's have procedure, we'll show you. Procedures. Yeah. And there, you have a massive community that's already doing it. So, yeah. you know, I, I, again, I hesitate to, to write these titles like this, but- um, People want, you know, these, I don't make these titles up. They come to us because they're suggested topics from uh, our staff and from. Because this is what members. people want to know. Yeah. This is what what people want to hear. Let's say you do it all wrong. Mm-hmm. Jill's famous for saying this. Mm-hmm. Let's say you do everything wrong. True. And I you make two or three hundred thousand dollars. I was going to say half a million dollars. <laughs> I screwed it all up and I like, that's how I look at things too. If I'm going for a million and I screw it all up and I only make five hundred thousand dollars, am I hurting? Not really. Yeah. I think I can live off that. If you can't live on that, now we got another problem. <laughs> That's a whole different thing. I mean, geez. Let's yeah. say you make 120 grand. Yeah. You do two deals. That's three that deals. Puts you in like the top totally. five percentile of our country True. as a household. I think it's yeah. higher than that, but I'll say five percent. Mm-hmm. Completely agree. Let's take a look at another one of our favorite land acquisitions from our weekly Thursday member webinar. Saline County, Arkansas. Alive, 1.29 acres. Purchase price, $8,900. This is too high. I want to get it back down to five. 
I think I can sell it for 15. Mossy Oaks broker agreed it would sell at that price too. Summer lot in the area sold for 13,000 three years ago. Nice trees, corner lot. We've got legal, physical access, multiple homes in the area. Homes around there sell for 150. Okay. I was I, I was looking at the homes. I looked down and saw a pool, a nice circular driveway, and was thinking, oh, the houses must be going for a pretty good amount. I'm surprised. They're that inexpensive. Maybe maybe we should move there. <laughs> I know, right? Every time it gets to sheep like this, it's like, what are we doing? I know. That's for sure. Yep. This looks great, this deal. That's I love nice. everything about it so far. Let's check the money. I want to see the competition too. I wish there were fewer pieces of vacant dirt in here, but that's okay. It's not bad. If you go back to the other view, go back to the other neighbor's view. See that? Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just tree cover. I think it's a great deal. You have to get it for five. You can't go over five. I don't think so. I'd buy it. At five. I'd no. buy it at eight. 8,900 and listed for 15 and forget it. Really? Try to get it at five. Try to get it at five. But I, you know, I think it's the only info lot or very close to the only info lot in the whole sub. Yeah. There's one over here. We're not in HOA or anything like that, I hope. Did we look at the legal just to see? Make sure Ramble Estates. I don't think it is, but it's Ramble Estates. There we go. Lori's got a grown person for you too. Ah. I just think that if you put a sign on it, uh, somebody in that sub that drives to work every day is no going, HOA. Gonna love it. Yep. He's got it. Love it. I think it's great. No, yeah, yeah. That's good. Did I scare you? No. Okay. I just, it's amazing how conservative you've, you've become about pricing. Oh, have I? Yeah. Oh, it's a good day. Probably why we make a lot of money. Oh, this is flying off the uh, flying out of our pockets right now with stuff around here that you don't need to know about. <laughs> Julie, you have something inspirational to share. Okay. I would like to take a moment <laughs> and talk to everyone sitting on the fence. I don't care what fence it is, whether it's, do I buy this house? Do I take this job? Do I leave this job? Should I ask this girl out? Should I, should I ask them out? Should I ask them to marry me? Should I get pregnant? Oh, geez. Should I go to school? Should I pick this degree? Should I do that degree? You know what? There's so many choices. It's coming up with me now because I'm talking to people, a lot of people that, thank goodness, are, are moving forward and they made the decision to join Land Academy. And then, because again, I'm talking a lot of people the last couple of weeks about career path. But for some reason, they're afraid to take that step to do deals like we're talking about. I'm like, what's wrong with them? Why? I almost want to shake people and go, you got this far. What's going on? You know, and so my, my quote that I came up yesterday was like, man, if you don't do this now, you probably never will. And I feel so bad for people. Just if you're sitting on the fence and you find yourself six months from now still sitting on the fence, there's something else going on and, and I feel bad that we're going to leave you behind. I don't, I don't mean to, I don't want to, but I can't, I can't drive over there and put you in the car, you know? Um, and this is going on. I have a lot of people that are perfect, perfect for career path. And their answer is, Oh, I'll do career path seven. And you know what? If you tell me career path seven, that really means you mean career path 70. <laughs> Which there won't be, I can exactly. tell you. Exactly. We will not be here for have, career path 70. I do not have 70 career paths in me. No, no, it, <laughs> it, won't, it won't happen. So you need to look at you and really think about this. And and uh, 
and taking a step like like I said you're already in land academy maybe you're not in land academy maybe you're thinking about this and this is the fence that you're on maybe I have talked I'll give you another example I have over the years spoken to a lot of people who have said I've listened to you and followed you for two years Mm -hmm. I'm like what how much more due diligence do you need? Well, you know, then it's not. And I don't, I respect that. I respect one way or the other. Two years? If you're, yeah. Yes, if you're listening to it for two years because, you know, you think it's funny that the relationship Jill and I have, that's fine. I know, but that you want to do this. You wasted, not or, wasted, but you, know, you waited. I'm a big years. fan of both ends of the bell curve. So yeah. if you are a casual listener and you think it's funny, and I, I get that. Well, that's I, a whole different I, thing. I casually listen to a lot of uh, other people that are in a space and have no intention of ever buying their products or getting involved in their community or anything. But I just think it's funny, and it's really interesting to hear about. I like, that. I'm a big mobile home um, guru, let's call it fan, and so and I love the stories and all that. But I'll, will I ever own a mobile home park? Probably not. That invest that, that investment class and and what's required from a management standpoint it doesn't fit my personality you know and then on the flip side on the other end of the bell curve i have to be bonked over the head hard with some life circumstance or somebody i care about like jill to make any real change in my life and and when that happens now i'm going to go 100 miles an hour and make sure it happens so you know i understand that you know, two, no, I've been listening for two years. But, I, I get that. But you have bought, you have, uh, you have started other businesses inside of two years. That's my point. I don't think that's a normal. I think that's a long time. Like I think, like you need, to, like I said, you just need to take some action and you need to look at yourself and decide. This is this is the the my final point. Look at yourself and decide and rip off the band. You're either going to do it or you're not going to do it mm-hmm. and accept it. I'm never going to do that. This is all I'm going to do. I will have this job. I will have this. And I'm just going to I'm just going to own that and not beat myself up about it. That's that's it's just not for me. I don't some people don't have it in them and that's okay. Yeah. One of my dear 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 it's best totally best okay. best friends is a is a fourth grade school teacher and she she has never wanted to do anything but that. She's always she's very happy in that. That's her thing. That's she never wants. But there's people that have a drive in them and want to do more that's where i get confused if you've got this drive and this fire building in your stomach but you can't take action you need to you 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 need to you've got to push yourself and do it or you probably never will you should teach a class (laughs) i'm serious really thank you i don't meet a lot of people who have a lot of drive and don't do anything about it do you oh you talk to way more people than i do I, I, meet, I meet lots you know of people on each end of the bell curve. I have one guy right now. It's so funny that um, we've been talking about career path and going back and forth. I'm like, you have to do this. You're perfect. He's like, I'm selling this thing. I'm like, well, hurry it up kind of thing. And then he emailed me the other day and said something about, he's, he did me, he emailed me with the career path seven thing. And I, my response right back with his says, I am not going to left you off this easy. I flat <laughs> out said that. I said, nope, <laughs> nope, not happening. You're going to do this. And then he emailed me back like, okay, one of them sold. I'm working on the next one right now. I said, you still have time. We're going to do this. He's like, we are going to do this. <laughs> so, you know what? If you need me to give you that push, call me. If you need me to give you that push, I will happily give you that push. <laughs> Jack, what do you have? Something informational to share with us today? I sure do, Joe. Okay. The, na- the name of my uh, piece of advice here, weekly advice, is getting uh, the inside track of the land business 
or really any business. I've been doing a tremendous amount of research because of market conditions about buying tax-free municipal bonds versus annuities versus, um, let's say, CDs because their interest rates are real high. And it's real attractive for us to lock in some situation like that where we are, um, you know, taking advantage of the interest rate situation, which is not going to go on forever. Hopefully it's not. And uh, locking in some good positive revenue for ourselves. And even for me, I have an accounting background. Uh, I've owned a bunch of companies, still own a, a several, a very successful land acquisition and salesperson. It's very hard for me to navigate this. And, I, and it occurred to me after about a week of looking at this and talking to my friends who really do know about it and on and on and on, I don't have the inside track in the business. Mm-hmm. I have the inside track on the land business. Mm-hmm. And we talk about the inside track of, of the and getting to know everything. It doesn't happen overnight. It's going to take, you know, probably a good 12 months if you uh, work at it real hard. But you will get it. And just like I would, I would and will get it for municipal bonds and everything else. But there's a lot to learn. And so it, at the tail end of, of my initial self-education on all of that, I started to think about how daunting it might be for some people to our, who are learning to buy and sell land from us. And so I'm personally going to try to make it a little bit easier. For us? For the, okay. Well, let me ask you this. Have you found the pro? And if you found yeah. the pro... No, I haven't. Oh. That's right, Joe. See, yeah, that's, that's And you know, I piece. looked. I looked oh. for the Land Academy version of tax-free municipal bond investing. That's the problem. So now I, I can And I have no trouble jumping in. You know me. Jill and I are... Ind- I know. Jill and I are independent. We are... Uh, I'm not... Like if I call Fidelity, let's say, and and uh, talk to somebody who's a tax-free bond, municipal bond expert, you know, the next thing I know, 15 seconds later, they're shoving me into some annuity that I don't really want and they're not listening and you just don't know who you're going to get. Right. We're not here to sell you one thing. We're here to just kind of teach you how to make decisions for yourself, you know, and maybe what the difference is between Texas and, and Montana or whatever other questions you have, especially in career path. So. Yeah. You know, I, I understand that this can be daunting, but the goal has to be for you or it is for me anyway, to get the inside track where you no longer feel like an outsider uh, and you and you can take that fidelity. I'm just choosing fidelity because that's the first one that comes to mind. Uh, you know, you can manhandle that figuratively manhandle that fidelity salesman and say, listen, pal, this is an annuity is not going to happen. I'm right. here to talk about bonds and, right. and use the terminology and all of it. That's good. It's real education. That's really good. Thank you. Join us next Wednesday for another interesting episode because you are not alone in your real estate ambition. We, we are Jack, Jack and Jill. Jill. Information and inspiration to buy undervalued property.